Little Rock Trojan Sports Properties, in conjunction with Little Rock Athletics, present Big Talk on Little Rock, a deeper look inside Little Rock Trojan Athletics. Now, here is your host of Big Talk on Little Rock, the voice of Little Rock women's basketball, Trey Schaap. Welcome to another edition of Big Talk on Little Rock. I am Trey Schaap, sitting down with Little Rock Athletic Director George Lee and I. George, I know there's a lot going on around Little Rock Athletics. You guys have been just running crazy. There's some big announcements coming up, and we're going to get to the first one here in this episode, and that is Spectacular. You have an honoree and a date October the 22nd of this year here inside the Jack Stevens Center. Yeah, uh, Trey, we're so happy that uh, Dora Jane and Greg Flesher have agreed to be the honorees this year. Um, it is October 27th. It's a Thursday night uh, coming up this fall. Um, it's going to be a really special night. They've done so much for us over the last two to three decades working with us. Um, and so we're just really happy to be able to honor them. And Spectacular is such a um, fun event for us. So it's, uh, it's we're looking forward to it. People can go to the website, buy tickets. They can purchase tables. And that helps out tremendously what you in – the athletic department can do for the student athletes yeah i mean like any other university we have to raise money you know so raising money with this event really helps towards what our student athletes are able to do what our coaches are able to do um so it it is a big deal it really is and it uh, it's a fun night to honor the fleshers but at the same time celebrate little rock athletics july 1st transition day of transition a New beginning, if you will. Little Rock moves to the Ohio Valley Conference. Yeah, um, it seems like it took forever uh, since we made this announcement back on December 8th, December 9th. Um, I'm not sure I thought it would ever get here, uh, so the anticipation. But I am so excited about having new conference foes to be able to compete against. You know, we, we're in the south. We look a lot of times southward. And so we don't necessarily look at east or northeast of us. And this is a really good conference. The, the Ohio Valley Conference is starting their 75th anniversary, you know, one of the oldest conferences in the United States. And they do have a lot of history. We're only like the 24th or 25th program ever to compete in the Ohio Valley. So I really do take that to heart. I really do think we're going to be able to create some regional rivalries within the conference. Um, you know, in the Sun Belt, it had gotten where it was so spread out mm -hmm. that it was hard for teams, fans, to travel from one place to another. And that's not going to be the case here in the Ohio Valley. So I really look towards uh, creating some regional rivalries with teams like Southeastern Missouri and Tennessee Martin. I think it's going to be fun, and, and yes, I'm very excited about it. The other thing, too, and, and this goes to basketball, is the fact that we're going back to the double headers, yeah. where the men and the women are going to play on the same day in conference play, Thursday, Saturday. Yes, and I, I think our fans are really going to like that. Our staff is really going to like that. It makes it so much more fun when I'm not asking you as a fan to choose which team you want to support. You know, almost all of our games last year, if our Men were at home and the women were on the road. They were playing almost at the same time. So are you going to stay at home and watch one game or are you going to come to the Stevenson? I don't want people to have to choose that. So I think the great part of this is that, you know, we'll have nine conference um, series at home. 
and spread out over a little over two months that I'm not asking you as a fan to commit every Thursday night and every Saturday night to coming to the Stevens Center. You know, it's almost every other week. So I think something like that is doable, and it creates it where people can come and see our men's team and women's team at the same time and cheer for both of them. And the other good thing, too, is there will actually be some home games played in February by the women's basketball team as opposed to maybe just one game in February. Yeah, um, it, it has been tough for our women's program the last couple of years. You know, sometimes I think from a Sunbelt perspective with not having football that maybe we were an afterthought uh, from from scheduling. I'll, I'll tell you, uh, I had a conversation with the, uh, the AD at um, Texas Arlington um, this spring at the, at the conference golf tournament, and we were talking about us both leaving and going on to what we feel like is going to be good um, places for our programs. And, you know, at the end of the day, I just told him some days I felt like that we were sitting at the uh, little kid's table at the Thanksgiving feast, <laughs> you know, and, and, and he started laughing. And, and, you know, we don't have football but we have a lot of good programs. We have a lot of good student athletes that, that deserve our support, and we need to do everything that we can for them. And I think this is a perfect opportunity in the Ohio Valley to do that. And we talk about doubleheaders. We're going to start with a doubleheader in, in basketball on November the 10th. The men are going to play Arkansas Baptist. The women are going to play UAPB. So two in-state schools right here at the Jack. The women at 5 o'clock and the men will follow at 730. And that is also homecoming for the Trojans on that Thursday. It is, and I think having homecoming in the fall is important. It's one of the things that we've talked about over the years with last couple of years with COVID, we've not been able to really have a homecoming, but getting students out at the beginning of the year and showing them what our basketball teams and our sports are about and getting them to have a good time and then want to come back. You know, we've done too many things over the years where it was almost at the end and our students would come and have a great time, but it's like there's no other games for them to come back for six months. And so that didn't make a lot of sense. So one of the things we've really tried to do is to move it up towards the beginning of the year. And I, I think people will like it. And sticking with uh, basketball, you were able to work out a four-year deal with Arkansas State, both men and women's. Uh, at the beginning this year, the men will play in – uh, in Jonesboro. Jonesboro, the women will play here in the Jack, and then it'll flip for next year. Right. I, th I thought it was important for us to continue t playing Arkansas State. I think they've been very good rivals for us over the past 30-something years in the Sun Belt. And I didn't want to lose that as part of moving to the Ohio Valley. So I started reaching out and talking uh, with their AD, and he seemed completely wanting to do something like that. You know, even their uh, chancellor at the time wrote me a note uh, when we announced that we were moving to the Ohio Valley Conference and said he hoped that we would continue playing those games. So I started talking with uh, Tom Bowen, the AD at the time. And what I really wanted to do is, you know, we've got a, an agreement with uh, Central Arkansas that we play them. So what I wanted to do was set it up so when we play UC at, UCA at home on the men's side that we're playing on the road against ASU. So that's what we did. We, we That's why we set up the men really starting on the road because mm -hmm. they're really their home game for this year against UCA. And so that way we have either UCA or ASU at home for each of the genders each year. And, and so for, the, for the second time ever, the University of Arkansas women's basketball team will be in the Jack Stevens Center. That game is scheduled for Sunday, November the 20th. 
that's going to be a really fun game because the the one time that we were able to have them in here before was during COVID, and so that we were limited with with seating, and so with no limitations on it this time, I'm hoping finally to say we can pack the jack. I mean, I really do because I think that is something that people are going to want to really see. And the fact that uh, Arkansas and Mike Neighbors are willing to come down and play Joe Foley here in the jack and. Yeah, I mean, it's probably going to be maybe 75-25 Arkansas fans opposed to Little Rock. But you just want to sell the tickets. And I want to sell in. tickets. I want people to be, experience the Stevens Center. You know, this will be the 18th year that the Stevens Center has been open. And I still hear people in town that have never been here, which kind of really blows my mind. But we need people to get out here and experience our program. Because I think once they do that on the men's side or the women's side, they're going to enjoy it. They're going to have a good time. They're going to want to come back. And that's what we really have to keep selling to the Central Arkansas community. And aesthetically, it's going to look a lot different. We've got new video boards that uh, are not going to be the original video boards that were put in the Jack Stevens. We will have high-definition TV video boards. Yes, it's going to be It's going to be something. It's been a long time coming. Uh, yeah, the old video boards have been in here the entire 17 years that we've been here. And if you think back just a little bit, the time when we opened the building was just really at the end of analog TV and that type of stuff. So very quickly, the world moved to HD and our video boards didn't. They so were obsolete. They were. And so it's it's been very difficult the last really 10 years keeping them running. And, you know, it, it's time. And so uh, I thank our chancellor for, for allowing us to really to uh, put the money into doing that. And I think it's going to be a really change the experience that people have here in the Stevens Center and I think it's going to be another reason that people should come out to the Stevens Center instead of watching it on ESPN plus 15 Um, feet high 60 feet wide I mean they're massive they are really big and then a new design on the court a bigger Trojan head at center court and I mean, you're going to notice the OVC logo in the lane instead of the Sun Belt. Yep, you're going to see the OVC in the lane. You're going to see a bigger Trojan head. You'll see Little Rock under the Trojan head. Um, it, it's time, you know. So here in the next couple of weeks, we'll be sanding the court all the way down back to bare wood and completely starting over with the paint scheme. Some of the paint you can see out there is a little tired, um, so um, it'll be more vibrant. How long does that process take? It'll take about two weeks. They probably would tell you eight or nine days, but you really need to stay off of it and give it a really good time to dry. Typically, every year you'll go through kind of a rescreening and recoating process, which is a really a five-day at most. But when you go back this far back down to bare wood, it's really we're going to block it off for two weeks. That's what the fans can see. Yep. But inside, the players getting new locker rooms. Yeah, both of the basketball locker rooms were working on – uh, new carpet, new paint, new lighting, um, to some degree new lockers. We're using the base of what's there, but really updating them. Uh, they will have the student-athlete's name and an acrylic backlit um, type thing that they can then take home with them once they leave UNLR. So I think it's really – I think the student-athletes are really going to like what they see. Season tickets are on sale, lrtrojans.com backslash tickets, or you can call 501 916 Five seven, George. I'm excited about being in the Ohio Valley. Um, I know one thing is the fact that at the end of the season last year, the women's basketball season, I didn't know if Joe Foley would be back or not for another year, but he is going to be back, and that's good to see. I'll agree with you. I didn't know either. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Joe sat down after the season as he 
always does every year and really kind of evaluates where everything's at. And then he and I met two, three weeks, I think, after that, and we sat down and had a long talk, and I was very happy to hear that, that he wants to come back for another year. Um, you know, the last two years have been difficult, Trey. Um, having COVID, having everything that's gone on with the transfer portal, it's, it's, it's changed things, and it's, we're having to adapt to those things, and it's taken a little while. I think Joe feels like this year he's got a good team that can really compete and wants to see what he can do in, in the Ohio Valley Conference. And, you know, I, I hope, no pressure, but I hope at the at the end of that that we'll be standing there hoisting that uh, championship trophy and going to the NCAA tournament. I think that would be a hell of a first year. I would say so. I mean, it'd be nice to be um, up in Evansville, Indiana, and hosting that trophy at the end of the uh, conference tournament and knowing that, Little Rock's going to go to the NCAA tournament for a seventh time in women's basketball. That would be fun. George, thanks so much for the time, and uh, we're looking forward. I'm excited. Uh, I know I'm re-energized uh, moving to the Ohio Valley, and we get out of the out of the sun, and we're into the, the OVC. Yep, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Thanks for having me, Trey. Thanks for listening to Big Talk on Little Rock with Trey Schaap. This was a presentation of Little Rock Trojan Sports Properties in conjunction with Little Rock Athletics.